Hi, my name is Adam Bergman. I'm a partner with the IRA Financial Group. I'm also a tax attorney and the author of three books on how to use retirement money to make self-directed retirement investments, including the checkbook IRA book, which can be found on Barnes and Nobles and Amazon. I also wrote a book on the solo 401k called Going Solo, which um, has some information on the topic of today's podcast, which is have a solo 401k and thinking of hiring employees, what are my options? And I get this question quite often from clients who started off uh, with a solo 401k because they had a business that had no full-time employees other than themselves or a spouse or an owner. So there were no non-owner employees, uh, no spouses, uh, other than a spouse, excuse me, uh, that worked more than a thousand hours. And thus they were eligible for a solo K, but their business uh, expanded or they needed to hire an employee for for business purposes that would work over a thousand hours. And now they uh, have come to the uh, conclusion that they may uh, need to act on this hire quite soon and are wondering what that means for their solo K because they know that a solo K uh, is for a business that has no full-time employees other than the owners or spouses of the owners. So what is your option? And basically, you do have a couple options. Let's start with the obvious. You can close the plan down, roll the funds into an IRA or another retirement account, and then this way, uh, any employees that come into the company uh, are not required to participate in the plan because there's no plan anymore because the plan was terminated and the funds were rolled to an IRA, and thus the employer has no further obligations uh, vis-a-vis the 401k and the employee. And that's obviously not the best case scenario. Uh, 401k is a great retirement uh, vehicle. It's great for you, for the business owner. It's great for your employees, good for retention of employees, Uh, helps people, encourages people to save for retirement, creates a really good saving environment. So it's a good thing to have and something the IRS uh, wants businesses to have. Again, when you establish a 401k, there is a permanency factor. ERISA requires that when a business sets up a 401k, it's it's not doing so on a limited basis, but it's, it's, it's something that's going to be permanent and more something that's short term. So um, again, if, you, if business changes and there's reasons to terminate the plan then, or cost implications, that's fine. But you, you don't want to be opening and closing plans on a yearly basis. Uh, the IRS could potentially invalidate the plan uh, and go back to the beginning of the plan, invalidate some of the uh, rollovers and, distri- and contributions. So 401k has to be permanent. So obviously now things have changed. You have an employee potentially coming in, and you want to keep the 401k with your options. Okay, so we know the solo K uh, won't work because you're going to have full-time employees. That doesn't mean you have to start a new 401k plan. All it means is your 401k needs to be governed by new documents um, because likely the documents you have uh, are documents that don't cover uh, ERISA and they don't cover um, the responsibility of the employer to make potentially contributions called safe harbor contributions or involve some of the options uh, allowing employees to make deferrals. So a lot of solo 401k docs are very basic docs, and they keep it basic because the ERISA rules don't apply. And ERISA is a body of law, came in in the early 70s, uh, Department of Labor covers and and, and, uh, regulates the uh, ERISA rules, and essentially it governs uh, 401k plans uh, that cover employees. And the reason ERISA doesn't cover self 
employment plans or solo plans or individual 401k plans, which are all the same, is because there's no need for ERISA to come in and protect any employees because it's only you or business owners. And the chance of having any issue with yourself uh, or another business owner uh, is, is, is just not something that they're concerned about. They're concerned about non-owner employees and protecting them and making sure they get equal benefits. So the ERISA rules have uh, you know, morphed into a, a very complex set of rules. But in 1999, they came up with safe harbor rules. And, and this whole concept was that 401k plans are getting pretty expensive. They're hard to administer. They're complicated. There's complicated testing called ADP and ACP, which is basically there to make sure the, the employees are, are being uh, given the opportunity to participate and are participating enough so that the highly compensated employees or the owners are able to max out. They, what they didn't want are top-heavy plans where the only people contributing are the highly compensated employees or owners and the little guy is not participating. They wanted to stop that. So they basically said, in, under the safe harbor rules that, hey, we'll, we'll simplify everything. We'll let you uh, get around an ADP, ACP, complicated plan testing if you make minimum contributions to all eligible participants. And basically the safe harbor, just to keep everything pretty simple now, is uh, without going into too much detail and confusing everyone, is basically a 3% match. If if your employees participate in the plan or even if they don't participate, if, if you elect uh, the safe harbor uh, option to, to uh to uh, be available to uh, everyone, then it's basically 3% of the salary. So if you have two employees and they each make $30,000, it's a company contribution of 3% of $30,000 or $900, tax deductible to the employer, goes to the employee's 401k. And the beauty of this is now the highly compensated employees or business owners can max out and put in as much as they can by law without having to worry about being a top-heavy plan. So it's given a lot of comfort to... uh, owners highly compensated that they'll be able to maximize their contributions without having at the end of the year to potentially give back, take some of that money out because they over contributed based off the fact that the little guy, the, the non-highly comps didn't put in enough money and contribute enough. So Safe Harbor makes things easier. It, it could potentially make the employer put in more money, but it's a tax deductible contribution. You save money potentially on cost of administering the plan. It gives you um, a lot of confidence that as a highly compensated or a business owner, you can contribute what you want without potentially having to uh, take some of that back because you're, uh, the non-highly comp didn't contribute enough and you have a, uh, a top-heavy plan. So uh, the, the second option, obviously, the first option, you can terminate the solo K, which isn't the best option. The second option is just amend your documents. Uh, now your solo K is basically a 401k ERISA plan. It doesn't mean it's a new plan. It's still the same plan. It's just governed by a new set of documents. Think about it this way. If you set up an LLC owned by you, you have an LLC operating agreement, single member LLC. The LLC is owned by you. If you take in a partner, you don't terminate the LLC and create a new one. No, all you do is amend the operating agreement. So now that it's governed by more than one person, you'll file a partnership return. Uh, but the LLC stays where it is. It doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't terminate and it's not reestablished. It's just governed by new documents. Same thing here. The formal case is still in existence. It doesn't terminate. You don't have to take distributions. No, none of that happens. All that's happening is a new set of documents will come into play. You'll provide benefits to your employees uh, under new plan documents and the plan still stays where it is. There's just a little bit more uh, responsibility for the employer. Now, let's talk about a couple of things 
um, on that second option, which is moving the solo to an ERISA plan. A lot of plan documents will allow you to uh, push out the uh, eligibility of the newly hired up to 12 months. So what that means is that the new hire would have to be with you for at least 12 consecutive months before he or she or offer plan benefits. Some companies will keep it at 30 days, 45 days, some um, no responsibility uh, or no eligibility. It's up to the company. Um, our plan documents allow it to go up to 12 months, uh, but of course you don't have to follow uh, that. You can do it immediately or after 30 days, 45 days. It's up to you. The 12 months gives you potentially a little bit more room to make sure this employee is going to stay with you so you don't spend the cost of um, uh, providing benefits and establishing the account for that employee, the 401k account. Also, to that effect, uh, you have some options. You could decide to give your employees the ability to do pre-tax or after-tax or Roth contributions. You can choose to offer the loan or not to include the loan. The loan is a great feature. It lets you borrow lesser of 50000 or 50% of your account value. But uh, there is some potential administration if you offer loans to your employees because the plan administrator needs to make sure that the payments are being made and if not, report it as a 1099R taxable distribution. So a little bit more uh, costs involved. Um, so that's that's the uh, an- another item to consider. But basically, if you are going to keep the 401k, uh, turn into an ERISA plan, uh, you want to make sure that you offer plan benefits to the employees. You then can choose certain uh, safe harbor options. You can do a 3% uh, match. You can do a 3% match to everyone, whether they elect to participate or not. You can do a 3% only to those that are actually participating in the plan, put in money. Um, you can do a higher percentage, 3 to 5%. So there's different options, and you can talk to, to uh, an IRA financial group uh, representative or an accountant for more information uh, on it. But uh, there are options. You don't just have to terminate the plan. Um, you don't have to just go to a self-directed IRA. If you like the 401k, uh, it's working for you. You can make contributions. You like the fact you can make high contributions. You like the loan, some of the options in the plan, Roth, for example. You can keep it. You just need to offer certain benefits to your employees. Again, you can push out the uh, benefits to begin for at least 12 months. Uh, Most companies will do it generally 30 to 45 days. Um, It's not very complicated. Obviously, you need to offer uh, plan investments. So the first thing is you got to work with a financial advisor um, because – if, if you don't want to allow your employees to do alternative asset investments because the, the risk involved uh, as a fiduciary of the plan, since you're the trustee of the plan, I get this question a lot. Uh, why can't I do alternative asset investments? I work for IBM, for example. Why can't I buy real estate? Why am I stuck buying mutual funds or ETFs or stocks? And the reason is whoever runs the IBM plan uh, are fiduciaries, they're trustees, and they don't want the added liability of allowing an employee to do something alternative uh, which could open them up to a lawsuit of a breach of fiduciary duty. So they, they make sure a financial advisor is involved where uh, that financial advisor is an investment advisor, a fiduciary. He or she is providing the investment advice. The individual employees decide what they want to invest in, and it's a lot safer for the trustee of the plan. Now, if you have a sole okay, that's not a concern because you're the only employee and owner uh, or one of few employee owners. So not really an option of worrying about suing yourself uh, because your investment went uh, bad. But obviously, if you are not owner employee, you're the owner of the business may have and trustee of the plan could have uh, concerns about that. So 
That's why you're going to probably want to offer uh, traditional investments to your employees. Again, if you all, if you do alternative assets and you're sole okay, you have to give all employees the ability to do so. doesn't mean they have to do it or will do it, but that option uh, needs to be there. So if you're buying real estate and you're sole okay, and you still are going to hold real estate and you're sole okay, uh, your employees need to be given that same opportunity. Uh, most likely, they're, they, they're not going to, but they have to be given the opportunity to do so. So... To that end, you want to have a financial advisor involved, then that financial advisor will work with an institution like Schwab or Fidelity or Mass Mutual, where the, the financial products will be uh, held. A uh, financial advisor will generally select a, a slew of, of categories of funds, whether they're conservative, aggressive, uh, and the individual employees can pick which fund they want their salary, the furls. Um, allocated to they can also decide whether they want it to be pre-tax after tax or Roth if those options are available and then usually the payroll company will take the money out of payroll and and then allocate it into the uh, account at the financial institution for that particular employee and then it gets uh, allocated for investment it's pretty seamless sounds more complicated than it is happens millions of times a day or a pay period uh, across the country. So not something to be too concerned about. Fees are not horrible for a company. you got to get someone to administer a 401k, which you know, generally costs between 800 and 1500 a year. And then there's obviously costs of, um, of, of not just establishing a plan, but having the, the financial institution administer it. You can pass that on to your employees or, or the business can pay it. It's not too bad. It's probably uh, a small plan, you know, about a thousand bucks a year. Uh, but again, you're offering great benefits. Uh, it's great for employee retention and, and creating a really good environment where your employees are, are saving, as well as allowing you, as the owner and highly comp employee, to save as well. So, if you're getting, if you're thinking about hiring employees, and you have a solo K. That's great. It means your business is hopefully expanding. Um, you're not stuck in the solo K world. You don't have to move to an IRA, terminate the plan. You can keep the 401k plan, just need to switch out the documents in most cases, and then you need to decide if you want to do a safe harbor, which I suggest, or you want to do a full ADP, ACP testing, and then risk potentially having a top-heavy plan if a lot of the uh, uh, non-highly comp employees aren't participating. Uh, I worked at a, a bunch of law firms that had you know 1,500-plus employees, and uh, they didn't do safe harbor. There was no match. And the reason, again, is they felt comfortable that enough people were participating in the plan that they weren't going to risk violating the ADP, ACP, top-heavy testing. And uh, the partners felt comfortable enough that they were going to be able to contribute whatever they wanted to uh, without having to do a match. So you don't have to do Safe Harbor. We suggested it's just a lot easier, especially for a business. Uh, don't want to deal with plan testing or the highly comp employees and owners potentially have to, to take out contributions because they over-contributed based off the non-highly comp employees. So a little bit simpler, could add some uh, cost to the employer, but they're tax-deductible contributions. But again, it's all cash flow. If the company can uh, satisfy those uh, contributions, it's worth considering. Um, it's a really good uh, plan to have for your employees. Uh, again, you don't have to offer benefits right away. Generally, you can wait up to 12 months. Uh, that's the maximum. And then you've got a whole slew of options to decide whether you want to give uh, Roth options, after-tax contribution options, loan feature, what type of investments. 
you want to work with a financial advisor and then pick obviously an institution like Schwab or Mass Mutual or Fidelity where you want those investments held. Um, and then of course, payroll company to kind of put it all together. Um, again, uh, Solo K is a great plan if you're self-employed or a business with no uh, non-owner employees. Um, but if you are going to hire employees, that's great. Um, no need to, to worry. No need to consider terminating your plan and moving into an IRA and still make high contributions and have all the great benefits of the 401k. You just have some responsibilities as the employer. Uh, if you have questions, call us. Uh, talk to an IRA financial group 401k expert, 800-472-0646. You can email us at info at irafinancialgroup.com. You can email me at adamb at irafinancialgroup.com. Um, and uh, again, Adam Bergman, IRA Financial Group. Um, hope you found the podcast helpful, interesting, insightful. Uh, thanks for listening, and until next time.